Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. It's just Craig and me today. And, and we, we should have recorded a while ago because we, we, we were, t- we were we, talking about how to customize an F1250 uh, Super mm-hmm. Duty, you know, whether mm-hmm. or not you should just get the wheels or the the suspension or go full Roush. We, you know, we didn't really know what to go with that. It would be nice yeah. to crowdsource that. These are, these are good. Uh, these are conversations we have. And I don't know if that would have been worthy of hitting a record though, Craig, but, but I right say go full, go, go. You won't regret it. Yeah. I'm going to um, go full with it. COVID has ruined COVID has ruined a lot of things. And uh, if anyone's trying to buy a, a new car right now, you, you know what I mean? You just cannot get them, which has caused the, the escalation in use prices. You know, I, I know, actually sold crazy. my truck back in the summer because I got such a crazy offer on it. I was like, how is this possible? I've driven it for three years and same money. And lo and behold, I haven't been able to get anything in replacement. So I've been driving my yeah. wife's car. I think the most important awesome. thing is don't sell your current, whatever it is until you secure the new one. Cause a lot of friends well, have done same that thing in house. Adults. People are like, look how much, look how much my house is worth now. And yeah. then it's like, it's all relative. The next yeah. home is gone up too. So it's just funny money that's gone up. It's not yeah, real money. Boats, RVs, like that little trailer I bought during COVID. Remember how I deliberated on that? It, it traded in for more than I paid for it. Isn't RVs are like, like cardboard boxes. The minute you buy one, they depreciate the hell. And that one actually went up in more. Boats, you, planes. You've you kind of got it. the Midas touch I've been noticing as, as I've known you. You seem to stumble on like, oh, look how lucky I got. Like between like even your home, like your uh, business loan thing that happened. Oh, that was great. Like you've got, you've just, no, but that was Intel like though. Midas, I had, maybe it's good karma. Maybe you're just living right, Craig. No, 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 I, no, no. It's not that for sure. It's, it's, it's back in September, w- there was a conversation that you and I were having. It was, it was talked about on the podcast that interest rates are going to explode. We're going to have inflation and subsequent higher interest rates. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the podcast a ton. Right. Right. So what I did was I said to my bank, I want to refinance my, my, my office uh, building. And um, I got a 3% rate, which is really low, but my breakage fee on the loan was going to be really expensive because I had to swap. Do you ever do swaps, Peter? Never. Swap rates? Yeah. I don't, I don't know if they're good or bad, but at the time it was the, it was the way to do it. It's post COVID. I, I refinanced September, 2020. The best rate I could get was a swap. So with the swap, if the prevailing rates are lower, then you have to buy your rate back out. I had to buy my loan out. At the time, my buyout was $77,000, a $77,000 penalty. So what I did was I said to my bank, I said- Wait, like a prepayment penalty? Yes, sir. Okay. Not inclusive of the closing costs. So closing costs on that size loan were you know several tens of thousands was of dollars. Was this an SBA? No, I got out of the SBA. Okay. So the SBA utilized because it was 90% LTBA only to put 10% down is the best thing I could do. And then in September, uh, September, I saw the treasury was like at 1.24. And again, I'm going to talk about this stuff like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm just going to give you the general idea. I knew based on the things that you and I were talking about on a frequent uh, frequent cadence that inflation is going to start going up. Remember, this is the time when CNN is like, no, nah, this is just transitory now. Everything, oh, come on. Now it's fine. I'm looking at like chicken. And like, okay. Story, like just like flatten the curve for two weeks yeah yeah this is a two-week inflation <laughs> this is this is this is to slow the spread oh, no one buy yeah. anything for two weeks so long story short i just knew inflation's going to go up interest rates are going to rise so i asked the bank can you hold my loan all the way through to january 15th they hemmed and hawed and said they would i talked to my existing bank and my existing banker said what are you doing 
you have a $77,000 prepayment penalty. You're only going to be saving X dollars a month. Pardon me. It's going to take you years to break even. And I was like, you know, Patrick, I got a plan. I think I got a plan. Patrick, if you're listening, sorry, but I had a plan. Um, and lo and behold, the plan worked. So in January 18th, the treasury was at 1.84, which took my prepayment penalty of $77,000 and turned it into a purchase of, I'm, I'm sorry, a payment to get out of my loan. So I got paid to get out of my loan. So it flipped completely. So I still think we're in, um, and again, I'm, we're not giving financial advice, but we're talking amongst two friends. I still feel like we're in a sweet spot. Uh, you know, time will prove me wrong or right. But I, I believe, and I'm curious to hear what you think, if we're still in that sweet spot where we think asset prices haven't really gone up, inflation hasn't really, really hit everything as fully as it's going to, and in, uh, interest rates are still lower than they're going to be in the next 10 years. Do you agree with that statement or not? Do you think things are going to cool off and come back down? No, no, rates? no, no. They never will come back down. Well, of course, listen, I mean, Starbucks today is going to be the cheapest Starbucks you're going to own for the rest of your life. Your latte will never go back right. to 220. But right. do you think over the next 10 years that we're going to see rising asset prices like housing, apartment buildings, commercial properties? I think there'll be fluctuations, but I think it's, it's up only at this point, just because the only way they can solve monetary policies is by printing more, right? And especially or, if we look yeah. at the global crisis that's going on right now in Ukraine, like, you know, it's putting more emphasis on the dollar even because I mean, look, mm -hmm. look at the ruble. What happened? Holy shit. The ruble collapsed like 40%. Is it ruble or ruble? Uh, with a B. Oh, ruble. You, you just, you just combine the Indian rupee oh. and the ruble. So for those that are Indian <laughs> and Russian, he's sorry. No, I didn't. No, do I'm it. kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm just, but no, go back to the issue at hand though, Pete. So asset prices are never coming down. Minor fluctuations over a decade. What right. about interest rates? What's your belief? Because I have. A I mean, very... they're going to have to raise at some point, right? But it's going to well, be no administration is going to be the one. Well, they're doing it very, very, and they're talking about doing it over the course of the next six quarters. But no administration wants to be the one responsible for killing the the economy, which essentially that's what it's going to do, right? But but sometimes you have to do you take take strict measures, or else we're going to get into a state of 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 hyperinflation where everything melts up everything melts yep. up and we, we've seen that it's it's a melt up it's not a meltdown um well they're a, higher now a, than they've ever been the 10-year treasury is at 1.97 so i'm trying to look at this interesting thing that you could the best way to measure inflation too is you know people talk you wait for the government you can look at hayward index all these things but like one of the things that i look at is something the called chapworth the big mac and that's what i meant chapworth but no I, I i look at that but i think it's interesting to look at the big mac index okay where do i find this this is just google big mac index okay just a measure it. of you a know burgernomics a burgernomics well that i guess that's so they're talking about the price and you can see Look it trending that. over time and it doesn't go down Craig. no no well what does go down right and that's i think that was well, your vcrs point. i guess does it come down, back so down absolutely does it well vcrs um so right now like the the price of a big mac is is 581 in, and in and in uh, May of 2004, it was it was two point uh, two dollars ninety cents. So there's been a hundred percent change in 15 years. So um, in the U.S., 
So it's a good little index and, and people are probably wondering what the hell are you guys podcasting on today? We don't actually know right now. Everyone. Well, I'm, I'm going to bring it back to dental for a second. You are? Yeah, Does I everything am. have to be dental? No, it doesn't, but I, but oh, I that's make right. it this is a dental podcast though. No, I know, but we could change. It could just be the uh, bulletproof practice podcast and everything's practice. I, I just okay. want to ask you something. So, so burger, big Macs will never get cheaper. Um, you know, I was reading something about the cost of an admission ticket to Disney world. You went recently. How much is a one day? I haven't pass? been yet. I haven't, I haven't been recently. We are going soon. Okay, um, so what is a Disney one day pass? I don't know, bud. You live I, in Florida. So you should know. This. Yeah. Okay. So it's, I, I can't believe what it is, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, it's now a single day ticket is, um, well, with a park hopper. So going to more than one park is one sixty nine per ticket. One per day per day. person? Per day, per person with park hopper, meaning like you want to go to a different park. Yeah. One sixty nine. Wow. You know, there, it is, it is just amazing to me. Like when, have you like even hotels now, like the hotels that I used to stay at for like, you know, X dollars are now two and three X. You know I'm what's funny about Disney world. You bring this up every time I go to Disney world, I, I look, I walk around and I always get like, I'm always anxious and I'm anxious because it seems like every time I turn my head, I'm giving a $20 bill to someone somehow somewhere. Oh, of course. And yeah. look, and I'm walking around. I'm like, I do, you know, I do pretty good. I make a good living. I've done, you know, I've worked my ass off and I'm looking around. I'm like, how the fuck is everyone affording this? Because right. it's, all I do is spit out $20 bills or, how, you know, when right. I Disney World. And it's like, how the hell does someone, you get, did back, someone get, you get an back access code a, that I didn't know about? Right, right. Is there like a hack? Like, a yeah, exactly. So did everyone get a Groupon here? And yeah, like you, me? if you cut <laughs> off like nine Coke bottle labels and like bring it to the front, does that like give you like a half off or something? You know, like when you're a kid or something? Remember that? Remember that yeah. Six Flags? <laughs> exactly. So what I'm saying is that like, uh, and also just to kind of put it, put a, put a bookend on the Disney thing you get, you, you do four or five days in Disney. Like, damn, I should just go to Europe, <laughs> like taking the kids to like Paris, you know, be, because it's so expensive. And I just think we're in this age, we're in this time right now with hyperinflation. And I know educational costs are going up. I know yep. there's wage contraction. I know yep. that dentists are flattening out their wages. I'm always thinking, and I'm happy. I'm really happy that this random conversation turns to this. At what point, Peter, does it just not make economic sense to become a dentist? In your opinion, never. It always makes sense. It, it will always, always make, sense. make sense. It will always make sense. It always and makes sense because it's a service, and it's a service that can't be demonetized, democratized. You know, it you can't. It, it can't can be, be centralized. It can't. It can be now. centralized, but it can't be roboticized in, okay. until the technology is not there. I know they've got those implants. So my point is, it's a destination. It takes skill. It takes. It takes a degree, and it's always going to be needed. Okay, um, but if you look at dental school student debt, right, and as mm -hmm. it, and as it is rising over time, mm -hmm. and we know that the educational um, I'm sorry, the, uh, the earning capacity. So I'm going to mm -hmm. share screen for a second, um, just to show this to you. So you can see at the same time I am. Okay. So if we look at this, the, the, the information on dental student debt, and we see it just, this is 2000 to 2016. Look at the non-resident tuition per year. Well, that's climbing. per year. Per year. It's, but look at that chart. Up. 
Yeah, yes. that's gone up over, that's gone up more than the Big Mac. Actually, it's about the same, Craig. Look, from 2004 to 2016 in that same, yeah. So it's gone over 100% almost in- um, Right. And we know, I think, it's, I think it's safe to say now, I mean, I'm not trying to get political, but I don't think Joe and Kamala are forgiving your student loans. I think, is that safe to say right well, now? Well, we talked about that on Bulletproof Network, right? Where it was like, if people get their loans forgiven, I promise right. you it's not going to be quote unquote rich doctors. Yeah. And it's not also really free. Like the money that everybody was handed out during the pandemic, all those checks, your gas is so much more. Your pork and your chicken and your groceries and your everything is so much more that you're mm -hmm. all we're all actually paying for it there's no free lunch but some but people were banking on it was funny i was having conversations to be like well it might get forgiven i was like look it might but it's good there's going to be a, a hierarchy of forgiveness like yeah it's like your be standardized people, deductions like for rich people you don't get as much it, right yeah. like they're going to look at you and say doctors and you know and they're thinking physicians but physicians and dentists you have a higher lifetime of earning average. Right. We are not forgiving your loans. And there were some dental students who were thinking that this might happen. I was like, yeah. please do not bank on this. Well, they're going to forgive the other type of doctors, the doctors who are doctors in English literature. Right. Because you spent, yeah, you spent 180 grand on your education and you're like, you can work at Starbucks now because you don't have a specific degree. You know, I, I want to just want add one more little thing to the hopper that we're talking about. You know, so I, I have dental financial freedom as my, um, as my financial advisor. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the division Same. through creative planning, which, you know, um, mm -hmm. and periodically, yearly, in fact, they say, hey, has anything changed? What are you doing? Are you still on track to send the kids to college? Because they're allocating certain amounts of the, they have an algorithm, because if you, if you buy the prepaid or the different types of plans that you can allocate money towards college, if you don't go to college, some of that is lost, meaning you can't just pull that money out. So they're doing an actuarial in a 529 situation. 529, correct. correct. So if you don't want to put it all in that plan, because if the kids don't go to college or you have a different plan, it's hard to get that money back out. You'll pay taxes on it. Yep. So every year they ask me, what are the chances? It's always has been 100%. Always. About two years ago, they just want to make sure Gavin and Sage still 100% chance of going to college, right? I'm like, put it to 70. Like, well, why? I was like, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just seeing a, maybe I'm living too far in the future. Maybe I'm like 40 years out versus 10 years out, but I'm just seeing like, there's so much information. I'm seeing the decentralization of education and the rising student debt and flattening out of the earning potential. And the demonetization so, of it, right? When, right. when learning is free and you, you know, free and available for everyone right. at scale through things right. like Khan Academy. Or what this. are you paying for? Are you, you're what paying are you paying for a $200,000 party for four years? And that's, right. that's fine. I get it. There's some value to college. Right. I actually said this, Craig, on a Facebook post a long time ago, because I know you lurk and you comment and you do things on, on social media. I remember actually saying that, that my, my prediction was that by the time my kids are in college, it will not, it will, it, you know, it will not exist the way it exists now because people are going to wake yeah. up. And essentially I was told by a number of people, Shut up, you dent. Shut up, stay yeah. in your lane. Right. You're an idiot, kind of thing, right. right? And I was like, all right, social media is like, you can't have an opinion. Yeah, exactly. Different. Keyboard it, warriors. And, and if you fight with a pig, like you end up getting dirty, and the pig gets happy. So I just, right. I just said, I'm not not having arguments on uh, Facebook ever. I still type them out, by the way. I know and you then do. I don't post. I delete them and I put them on. Yeah, my that network. sounds like a really inefficient use of time, by the way. Well, I just have to. I just, I'd have to get it out. It's somehow. your therapy. Yeah. Mm. 
So but imagine, anyway, imagine, I totally agree with you, Greg. And so to the, so much so that back to the 529, I actually took mine and used it for my kid. I had, they've been accruing and I said, you know what? I don't know if I want this sitting here for, and it, from a thing. So I actually used it for their, their, uh, their school already. I, and I got rid of it. I'm not doing it. Interesting. Yeah. I might do the same. Yeah. So, but I mean, imagine, imagine like, look, there was predatory practices in home loans and they created because of the predatory practices and people not understanding their mortgages, they created the truth in lending statement. Right. So imagine if when you're signing these documents, which are non-recourse, you're going to pay this institution shit tons of money. Imagine mm -hmm. if whilst going through your your graduate program, you're going to sign up for the whole program, the four-year undergrad and the three-year English literature PhD. They see your total cost of education over 30 years or whatever, 40 years is going to be X. And the average person, like, you know, can almost see like when, when you buy a car, it says the average cost of gas for this car is between this and yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Because they want to know like, hey, you want the F-250? Cool. You're going to spend $1,000 a year more in gas than if you buy the, the Toyota Camry. The Ford Fiesta. Exactly. So imagine if education had that, like, okay, Peter, you're going to do the English lit combo program, supersized mm -hmm. combo program. You're going to be $290,000 in debt. The true cost after 7%, you know, uh, interest rates, because those interest rates on student loans are freaking ridiculous. It's going to wind up being 800 grand mm -hmm. or 900 grand. And our studies show that the average earning for those people in English lit is between 52 and $72,000. And yeah, by so that, it will take it's you just in, in 84, years, at that point. 84 years to pay that off. Still want to go forward? Yeah, so, you mean, so there's almost a truth in lending. There should be a truth exactly. in education. Exactly. Yeah, I exactly. agree. I agree. The unfortunate thing is, obviously, there's, if you start doing that, meaning, meaning I had professors in school that, that you know, that basically said, hey, Bolton, you're not, you're not smart enough. You're not at the top of the class. You're not going to be an orthodontist. You're going to make this. Right, you're going to be a general dentist the rest of your life, and you're and this is what you're going to make. And right. it was 130,000, I think, at the time they took it. And I was like, yeah, okay, great, because I make zero. I told you I this, that. right? And so, like, I think sometimes that's almost like it's almost like a dream crusher because I, a, I accepted that as like okay, because what do I know? And you're the professor, you know it all. But B, I think it's also like if, for instance, where I'm going with that, Craig, is if if you told someone truth in education, they would from a from a fact standpoint, they would say, oh, that doesn't look very good. My answer is no, I don't want to do this now. But we'd also be, there'd also be people that get out and they can have, they would miss out on the moonshots or the, or the, the, the big things that could have happened because of that. So I don't know where I'm going with that. I just think it's, it's truth and lending, truth education might be, might be appropriate. So at least you know what you're dealing with, as opposed to like getting out and thinking that you're going to be able to pay these back in a timely manner, which you may not be. Yeah, you can only I defer for so long, right? You can only and guess so many what? Other and you can never you can never claim bankruptcy on these. Okay, stop what you're doing. The Bulletproof Summit is coming at you June 3rd and 4th at the Grand Hyatt in Nashville. The Grand Hyatt is located in the Gulch, which as most of you know is the best area of Nash Vegas. So we'll be featuring new, never done before bulletproof tracks for doctors, team, and hygienists. There's gonna be some VIP tickets available but book by May 2nd, and you can receive some group discounts for your team. Prices will also go up for the last 50 tickets, and tickets are already half gone for this event, and it will sell out like all previous years. This is the biggest no-brainer in dentistry. If you want to elevate yourself, your team, and your practice, check it out, bulletproofsummit.com. We'll see you there.
there's so many other factors that go into this though. You know, there are statistics that show that if you are a college degree holder that you make more money, but it's like, aren't, isn't it true that people who finish college have more perseverance, have more discipline. So it's not, it's like saying that people who don't I eat. Think, I think do, it's the, also Greg from a, from a me personally, and I advise others, I think it's the most debilitating form of of a loan too, meaning it's yeah. just something that hangs over your head for so long. Meaning a house feels better to me than having a having a balance on a house because it's like, okay, here it is. It's a house, it has value, it has it, and and so I have a loan on it. Well, it yeah, the loan the loan is compounding, but so is the asset value. Right. So but, the goal but there's is there's nothing more to me in terms of there, there was so it's like a credit so, card debt. It's fixed yeah, and it's getting it's larger. Like, every time. God dang, it yeah. just feels so taxing from a from a dream standpoint, it's like, oh, I can't get out from under this. And so I've always advised people and they're like, well, I could pay off my student loans or, and I stop them, like just pay them off, get out with it, get out from under that and move on. Right. Because yeah. otherwise it's like, Hey, banks look at this weird when you try to go for more underwriting. Um, I didn't want this to turn into a student loan conversation. By it, the won't. Way. it won't, right. what it else? won't, it won't, it, it's really about a knowing yourself conversation um and one of the things that happened this weekend i was out at my my buddy's uh my buddy owns this ranch it's really fun i went there for new year's and there's like all different things to do and one of the sons can, can i say of, something before you yeah. start pivoting actually i yeah. know i just said craig and i'm sorry that's yeah the, but that means a hard pivot for me i wanted to turn no, real quick on that no but it's good but there one thing we did talk about is is um because we've actually coming full circle we talked about asset prices going through the roof which means if you have a home or have some asset it's probably escalated in the time of COVID. So there's the silver lining, which means if you have an asset that's worth money, you can take and borrow against that typically and get out from those student loans, like, like I'm saying, because that the amount that you borrowed has stayed constant. But your assets, if, if it's a home or something that you can take, usually you can get into that in a tax deductible standpoint. And I know we did a big podcast on that, but that is a great strategy um, for just requalifying, requassifying your debt and getting out, getting out from student loans. Now go on your hard pivot, please. Um, away from that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I just, it's going to be away from it. But um, I, I love dentistry and I know that they can't roboticize it. And I know all the things you said to be true. And I agree with you on everything you said. But I, but I did, I take a counterpoint, Peter, to the idea that it will never happen. If I'm seeing what I'm seeing as a rising cost of, of becoming a dentist and, and interest rates are going to be rising, there is going to be a point where it's like, okay, I know you love it. I, and I know we love it. Yep. It's just not financially sound to I do see. this. I really do believe we're coming to that. And so, I actually, you know, that's what we think. Comment below, because I actually read all the comments, especially on YouTube. I love them comment below, give us your counterpoint. We'll answer them or go to the mining network. I want to hear if people agree, if there's going to be a point in the future, or maybe it's now, because you know, you and I are a little out of touch with that. There may be, there may be a recent grad who has a friend that's 800, 1.1 million. And then maybe their rate is 7%. I mean, at that point, Peter, does it, does it start to weigh on well, you? Guess what's not been adjusted for COVID inflation, by the way, insurance reimbursements. And, well, no, it's going down. Right. So salaries so, are going up, cost of doing business, profit margins are contracting for guys like us who are service providers. You know, for, for those selling cars, they're all sold out. They can't get them. 
you know, my friend's a Peterbilt dealer. He sells trucks. He, he usually sells 5,000. He can only sell 3,000 this year, pre, you know, because he can't get the trucks. So of the one remaining practice that I had, Craig, that was a PPO practice, guess what I had to do? Turn it fee for service. I turned it fee for service. I sent out letters a month ago that basically said, and it really wasn't. And so a lot of, there's been a lot, of, there's been some fallout, not a lot. But it was basically like, look, we cannot, and this wasn't BS. It was like, we cannot afford to keep going along because insurance hasn't done right. You know, there's been all these raising, um, I'm sorry, there's been all these rising costs and supplies and backlogs of, of getting materials. We're overwhelmed in this, in this practice in terms of, of capacity. Um, we had to pay people more and insurance reimbursements have either gone down or stayed the same. And so we just can't afford to keep off lab labs have gone up. Like everything has gone up. Right. And so we had to make the decision and luckily by the, by the grace of God, everything was so busy, meaning we were putting out new patients until November. And this was back in January. Um, so we had a different problem to solve, but I had made the Ducronian move to just say, you know, you told me, and it was good advice. You and Erica told me like, look, cause you've done this. Yeah, done, done you titrated times. off and they said look take your take your take your worst plan and start titrating down get rid of them step by step i felt and i you know time is going to prove if i made the right decision or not well listen insurance is a faucet let's say but i turned the wrong all, i turned the entire faucet off and, and, and I, i've and done I that i've done this and i sent and it to dear john be, to everybody and sent them all off and guess what we've started to get bad reviews but it's from people saying, you're, well, look, what are you, you're, this is just a money grab and right, yeah. right. And it was, and so it's unfortunate, but guess what? We were getting bad reviews because we were booking people out 11 months anyway. So it's like, yeah. I'm damned if I do and damned if I don't. And, and honestly, Peter, let's just say it all, God forbid, it all flops on his face. You turn on the damn thing. Everybody loves it. It's insurance is a titratable. It's a faucet. When you're right. first starting out and you're waiting for a butt in the chair, there's no badge that's saying, I'm fee for service. And you're waiting all day. Turn right. the goddamn faucets on, all of yeah. them. And then when you're booked up two, three, four weeks or a month or so, turn off the worst one. And then yeah. when you're booked up two, three months ago, two, three weeks again, do the second one, the third one. But yeah, I, I think you, you're a little bit more of a, you like to roll the dice. You like the adventure. So it worked for you. I've done the same thing. You know, now we do it, we do it a different way. But I just I just look at this and and I and I I'm looking now I'll, I'll share the screen just for a second it's from ASDA, um, and I just think that this is it's 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 not American it's a, Associate what's ASDA the Student it's Association a, right yeah it's the yeah. Student Dental Association the I just average think, oh shit but okay. I, I'm just saying it's going to hit that point Peter it does no go back like, to that go back to that I know I know you you got rid of it real quick because I said I didn't want to focus on debt. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so let me, let me go, let me tell you 20 stat. You can imagine what it is. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll, know know we'll know soon. Since we'll know soon. So, so, anyway. so here's where I'm going with it. So I had a very, very uh, pivotal conversation for me this weekend. I'm riding around with uh, my buddy Lee. Lee runs this ranch and it's called Lighty family ranch in Florida. It's really cool. Um, and uh, his son, Mason, is 14 years old or 15 years old. And I'm watching his kids working in the business. They're being homeschooled now because they're too damn important to the business. They're running around. They're moving stuff. They're, you know, it's 2,000 acres. The business of what? What business are it's they a, in? It's a ranch, like hunting lodge. They have bird Got hunting. It. They have eco tours. They do weddings. But it's a big amount of property. Tractors mowing, moving hay. Like they have deer. They have, it's just tons and tons of work. 
So long story short, I'm in this, you know, side by side with Mason. I'm like, Hey Mason, what are you gonna do? You're gonna go out? Are you gonna go to college? He's like, nah, you know, he's like, I got everything I need right here. I've got a 14 year old boy driving me in a motor vehicle with my son. He's like, look around. I got everything I need right here. I got everything I ever wanted. He's not wrong. He's not. And he's not wrong. That's the point I'm trying to make. He's not. Uh, wrong. So here are you and I uber successful. I'm not, I'm not flexing, but I'm just saying like, we're, we're, we're trying to get simple. We're trying to get simpler now. So we got everything we ever wanted. We do all this stuff. And we realize just like your lake house with the raccoon in it right now, everything you own, everything you own, Peter owns a piece of you. Yeah. So you yeah. love your lake house. You just drove your ass two hours, put a mechanical owl up, try to get a goddamn varmint out of your attic. You're let you work for your lake house, Pete. Yeah, the stuff you work for the stuff, right? Right. And so, you know, and I had, I know my wife doesn't ever listen to my podcast, so I don't have to worry about this, but I had a mouse in my trailer. <laughs> it's a brand new trailer, there's a mouse in it. And that's not fun either. So I just, I, I think I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say here. Well, and I'm like really, your friend who just bought a 130 foot yacht. Oh it, my God, he's working his ass off right now. He had such drum. I felt so bad. I mean, I don't feel bad. He's a billionaire, but he's, He's bought this boat and he is dealing with so much crap. The captain resigned and it's in, uh, I mean, I, I can't even beat the lawyers and inspections and non-recourse and he has to put this money forward. Is it going to work out? There's and a saying like, I, for boats and planes and I can't remember what it I is. I think, though. yeah, I think flies, it was just boats and planes. Yeah, floats. flies and floats. That's it. No, there's one more. I can't, no, I can't I, remember what it was either, but if I don't it flies know. or floats. Flies or floats. And anyway, yeah, so the um if someone knows put that in the comments um, yeah, i think it's it's just actually that if it flies or floats okay. it you is i'm pretty it. sure i'm <clears throat> sure, pretty sure about that so what I, what i saw was i was like really really happy for my friend lee and his son and his daughter but i was also really envious of the fact that like we've left we have our businesses gavin my son gavin told me dad i want i want to be a dentist i want to take over your business i want to be that i want to be in the business he's nine and i think right. it's cute but like, if I, if he really wanted to take over my business, would it be a good idea, Peter, for him yes. to go be a, no, 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 yes. no, you didn't let me finish. You let me finish. Would it be a good idea for him to be a dentist or what, what would be the best way he could, uh, perf, you know, take over the business in my specific situation or your specific situation? If, you know, Brack said, daddy, I want to be a dentist. I want to, I, and, and you said, well, why? Well, I want to take over Atlanta Dental Spa. I want to run it. What would you say? What would be the best use of his time? Dentist, MBA, internship? Whole, it's, it's 16 years from now. Like who knows what's going to happen, right? But at, where um, do you stand right now? What would it be? I don't know. I mean, I would still recommend if, if my son was like, I want to be a dentist. I'd be like, yeah, it's, 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 it's everything you want it to be, Right. Yeah, you, you can be, you can be, it can be solid and stable. It's like on Mighty Network, someone was talking about how like they were, this young dentist was like, I got into dentistry really because like, I really just wanted stability and I wanted some money. And now I'm learning yeah. that like, I don't really want to be a dentist anymore, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. But I would tell him that like, look, it's, it, dentistry is everything you want. You can, you can flex your craft, craftsman, you can flex your honor. You, you can flex being a craftsman and an art artist. 
and a scientist, but you can also flex being an entrepreneur and you can flex yeah. being a leader and you can flex all these things. So it, it you can or be, a, you can also flex being an employee and an employee or whatever it is, but and that's it, so, it's anything so, you want it to be. in. I don't right. think there's that many professions, Craig, that allow you. And also, and by the way, your, your income is there's no ceiling like most, right? right? You can, you can probably get average or you can go as much as you want. Like, obviously we know there's, there's dentists out there like, Rick Workman, who are billionaires now because mm-hmm. of dentistry, right? So you, there's anywhere you want to be. Um, I'm not saying, I don't know. I'm just giving some context to the billionaire thing. No, I love that. So I love the I idea that you can be whatever that, you want. And I, I, I don't say know. It's, if- it's, and there's not many professions left, Craig, that you can do that, where you have autonomy, where, you, um, where you're pretty much guaranteed a good income if you, if you graduate the craft. Yeah, you can go any, you can live anywhere you There's want. There's a high demand. States. Like if you want yeah, to be a so ski I would still instructor, say, dude, you can't live I'd in Hawaii. I'd say go for it. I'd say go for it. I, I wouldn't recommend, honestly, and I'm not having doctor hate, but I wouldn't recommend he go and be a physician, quite honestly. Right. Now, 20 years ago, I tried to get into medical school. Yeah, you were too dumb, right? I was too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Craig, you might not be wrong on that either. <laughs> That's not good. Thank God you were. No, I, I actually just or else gave I'd be up. podcasting with so George Hariri every day. No, I was so fatigued by the application processes. By the time I, I, I literally went to one dental thing, and I was like, "If you all take me, I will, I will stop all other schools and stop trying to go to medical school." And they're like, "Yeah, we'll take you." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. done. I'm going back to school to party for once in my life." Yeah. What'd you say about George? No, I was just kidding. I'm like, thank God you were not a medical. By the way, that be, was yeah. we got a lot of. Um, I know I got, I got so, much, I, I got so much a, I really loved our conversation with George and I, and even talking with him offline, he's just a cool guy. And in their ecosystem is super cool that they there's six partners and they're, you know, yeah. they're just cool guys. Um, I don't even know, you know them, what, but you know what, too, when I was a dentist for one year, like him, I was right about everything, Peter. I was the <laughs> Bill Gates know of dentistry this right now. Oh, no, he I can't defend himself. Okay. No, I'm sorry. But I was I was a lot more confident in what I had to say 20 years ago than I am now. Just in general, I didn't know. I was really confident well, about everything. Yeah, you mean you didn't get you you got a, a lot of ass kickings between yeah, now I got and, a sh- and then. I got a ton of ass kickings. You know, and I, and, and I don't want that for anybody. And you know, yeah. um, I think he's right on a lot of things. So I think you are too. But I think he's right on a lot of things. I yeah, I agree. I but agree. it was a, my my point bringing that up is. I got a lot of feedback from that. I get people texting me like, oh, and everyone knows I use the word sweaty back, which is, which is when you get a little, if no one knows that word, it's, it's this word in my family house, which Craig, not unlike your wife, mine does not listen to the podcast, but it is her word. Whenever there's an uncomfortable situation, we call it sweaty back in my house. (laughs) So you're so, you're so uncomfortable that like the the back, you know, the middle of your back and your spine, listen a little bit, a little sweat because you're just so uncomfortable with what's going down. And so I never, I was, I had sweaty back in the conversation because I'm watching you and him kind of, I was just trying to be polite as I could be. You were the elder statesman. You were the elder statesman. Really trying. And because in my mind, in my mind, but here's the deal. I know you, I know, but I know you, right. And he's very passionate about what he believes. And like, he's passionate about dentistry and he's passionate about how, what he teaches and he's passionate about who he leads. And I, I really dig dug that too. Yeah. Um, right. And so sometimes, you know, just being right or wrong, history will prove that. But if you don't have conviction with what you believe, right, Craig, if I sit here and say, this is, this pen is red, this pen is red, this pen is red. 
you know, and I'm fully committed to that process. Eventually you're gonna be like, well, is it, you know, like, right. But I'm saying you, you have to be so convicted in, in your beliefs. You can't be. Yeah. Like, and and, and again, and I'm, I'm that- not trying to, I'm not trying to relive the podcast. I think when you have a microphone and a bunch of people that listen to you, when the pen is red and people start believing the pen is red and the pen right. can lead you down the wrong path. That's where I think you have to like, I try like to say like, but okay, what I, it's wrong. You, well, it's, well, it's wrong when you recommend point blank, this is what you should do. Cause this we is do the that. most profitable. We do that. Well, we do that for us, what we want. Right. Because we've, we're doing it. The things you say that you're doing, you've actually done it. You're like, I say goodbye to all my insurance cut. I don't know if it's well, a mistake. Well, and not. you and I together, you just said we calculated. That. We have 45 years of ass kicking. But, but you just we- said it. You said, I don't know if it's wrong or right. You're not saying my specific algorithm. I, I figured out the algorithm. And what I did was I said goodbye to everybody. You said, I'm, and I just reassured you, hey, Pete, you might have made a mistake, but you'll go back on. When right. you say you're certain... And, and you say I've done the research. It's just, we're reliving the same podcast. We're on the same page. But um, I well, think- Well, the reason I bring that up, the podcast is because A, it was really cool. Two, we've got some good good feedback. We've gotten lots of comments from people. I think- Yeah, I think- I do too. I don't think, and, it, and although it was quote unquote sweaty back in certain times, I think it's good for dentistry because like they are yeah. good guys. We are good guys. And like, sure. it's good to have conversations where it's not, you know, sometimes Craig, your favorite point is we- your favorite term, I should say, is we live in our own echo chambers, right? Of course. And sometimes you and I live in our own echo chambers. So it's nice to just get this like totally different, passionate viewpoint from a younger dentist. Sure. And um, I'd love to have more on. I'd love to have more on. I dig. I liked it. I liked it You know, I love those student podcasts, the ones that we had from students. We love those. I'd love those. You know, you don't have to be an expert to be on here. It's, I I think, in, in fact, it's more rewarding and more refreshing to have a new perspective. And a new perspective is valuable. Um, I just, I, I just, well, it's just like when I go to our summits, Craig, this is always what I say to people. You may, you may not take everything here and say, oh, I'm going to do that. But here's what, here's what a difference of opinion or new Intel into your world makes you do. It makes you audit what you're doing. So sure. you were probably listening to George and saying like, Hmm, I disagree. And here's why. And it fortified the position of what you were doing, but you weren't just like taking it for face value. Because no, you had really defend listening. your position. So well, defending that's your I, position, whether it's, hold on, let me finish this. Let me finish. Defending your position, whether it's marketing or leadership or the way you fired, is sometimes good when you hear other people's points of view, right? Because then, then you're not just you're not just playing passively. You're actually playing actively in a defense mechanism, so to speak. So it's very healthy as as I as we look at summits and some people's like, well, I don't need to learn that. I don't want to know that. And sometimes. You may take nothing away, but you audited, you had to mentally audit your processes from leadership, the whole bulletproof pathway. You had to audit that and you may have not changed anything, but it's going to be valuable for you because you had to then say, is this something we stick with? Yes or yeah, no? Yeah, you had to examine it. You had, you to, had examine to examine it. it. That's we, exactly we, my we, point. We pulled it to light. You had to look at it face to face and deal with it and then sort it away. I mean, that's the reason why I'm as happy and fulfilled as I am. It's because I've had to examine everything. I've had things I thought were going to crush me and they didn't. And I've lived through the, I've had the scars. And, and, and I think that's a reason that you and I are fulfilled and uh, th- that we have to examine things all the time. And I just have, I, I don't know what it is about me, Pete. Maybe, I'm, maybe it's my judgment. Maybe I'm just too judgy, but I just find- You're pretty judgy. I, I am judgy. And I, I just, it's difficult for me to 
to when I when they query someone and they don't have the level of experience and it's merely opinion. It just it just it does something to me. Maybe it's my own baggage. But here's the deal. Having 30 years of doing something some way does not make you an expert, right? So 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 pause for a second. I know dentists who have prepped things and done some dentistry, in my opinion, the wrong way for 30 years. So doing it the wrong way doesn't make you a master dentist. It just means you were, you were so convicted in the way you were doing it that you were unwilling to change. Yeah. A guide's, a guide's responsibility is not to solve the problem for you, there you go. but to point out the potential obstacles on the trail. And those that have taken mm. the trail understand the dip and the tricky rock and the slippery log and that stuff. That's all I'm saying. Theory is there's a lot of theory and I'm really, I get really fired up about this in dentistry. There's a lot of theory in dentistry and those that have theory that is not tested are leading some of the charge. And I think mm. theory is awesome. You and I have theories. I'm like, I should build this freaking crazy box and do all this stuff. And I'm going to go off insurance. Like these are all, these are theories, what you just did. You, you're completing step two of a scientific experiment and it may backfire on you, Peter. Like it backfired on me. And you may actually capitulate and be like, oh, I'm going to take, you know, three debt insurances back. But right. you're not sitting here saying, I know, I know, I know, I know. I have a specific scientific right. protocol. That's my only thing. It's just a subtlety and nuance. There's a lot of great people doing really cool things. Look at, look at Patrick Vong in our mastermind kicking ass doing all sorts. I'm you like, know, you always mention people's last names, by the way, on air. And that may not be cool with them. Okay. So we'll beat that out. No, no, it's too late Patrick, now. No, we can no, beep he, it. He, won't he, mind. Beep he it. wouldn't mind, but you need to get, you need to be, you need to exercise your, uh, okay. I will text him in the in a, in a minute. Yeah, I will do my CNN me as well. Wait, but I thought I you were about to make fun of me for that word. I know because you combined it with CNN me, which is all right. Hard. So let's stop there. Let's, uh, I want to ask what else is going on in your world. Let's just updates beyond dental. What, what's on your brain other than your car, which we talked about? Like, what else, what else are you, are you, I really like being outside, Peter, a lot. You do. It's good. I like it being outside. I like being around uh, nature. It just leaves a really like halo effect for me. You go barefooted um, on your farm ever? No, you don't want to go barefoot anywhere in Florida, really. Oh, really? Yeah. If you if you're barefoot, like in the urban centers, you get a needle, and in the in the rural settings, you'll get like a uh, a rat so snake or something like that. One of my one of my hippier friends was saying you need to go barefoot in the woods because it's a grounding force. It's a connection, right? Your feet stop the connection between the earth and the. You know, Everything just slows down. I, I just go so fast sometimes, and I I want to go faster and faster and faster, and then that's just you know the phone doesn't work and everything slows down. It's really cool. I just really do love it. No, I, I like watching you. you. I see it on the Instagram and stuff and the time with your son. And, and you know, you really love, you love Bitcoin farms. And I think it's nice. I do. Um, I do. Actually, um, I changed it to Bolden Farms. Did you? Did yeah. You? I, wanted yes. to, I didn't want to release it on the podcast because I thought yeah, it wouldn't you, be as you heartfelt. Should, you should. All my intel, they bought you a farm. Um, yeah, you did. You did. Peter Bolden made me the money that I bought the farm with. Let it be here know. that it's known. And, and haunted me and taunted me into buying haunted. more. All these taunts. Taunted. Hey, I'm buying a Bitcoin at 12,000. Your turn. Oh, shit. 12,000. Mm -hmm. It used to be three. I can't do that. I feel like it's going to be in a bad spot for a while, by the way. Why is that? I, was, I wanted to talk mm -hmm. about that. Um, because of the because Ukraine? Because of the instability. Yeah, Ukraine in your situation. People if anything, I would have thought. When you know when when it's the still Canadian, correlated asset, Greg. I know, like but anything. the Canadian truckers just got their assets frozen. 
right? The the Russians, there's oligarchs with billion billion dollar boats that can't move because of the SWIFT code. Isn't right. this a full-on testament to a decentralized monetary system? Isn't if this yes. is the, so these so are why data is it points not running? Because because there hasn't been enough time for people to draw, connect all the dots because we're living in such a chaotic time that it's like so. There, there hasn't been an increase of demand because we're in state of flux right now. When, when we get out six months and reflect back on Canada, right? And Canada is actually going so far as to persecute people who actually donated to <laughs> you believe that? the WeFundMe or whatever it's called. Can uh, you, you believe that? And so they're freezing accounts of people who did donations who are Canadian citizens. So I can't believe that that's happening. So that's, you know, there's a famous, there's a famous phrase in, in, in crypto Twitter that whenever you see stuff like this, people respond, Bitcoin fixes this. Whenever you see stuff like, you know, yeah. you know, and it does, it does. I it, think it, didn't Elon say something or maybe, I, don't, I don't even know. Maybe, but, um, but my, my point is, 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 is I am not super bullish right now. Um, wow. I don't think, I don't think anyone's super bullish about anything, Craig. I mean, I don't think just because of instability. Yeah. Look, I mean, gold's not running. The only thing that's going to run is going to be oil because why is Russia has a massive pipeline. Um, mm. And so I think everyone, I think everyone literally is, is flee. They, they flee to cash in situations like this. Look at the stock mm -hmm. market. It's all over the place. They flee to cash. They flee to gold doesn't change the price. Um, and then you will, you will kind of reassess when the dust settles and then recalibrate. But unfortunately, still Bitcoin is still a correlated asset. I can't understand why. I mean, if you had asked me five years ago, do you think that people will protest like peacefully and the Canadian government would seize their bank accounts? I don't personally I would have care. said no chance. I don't no personally chance. care when, when there's these points and it's like people say, well, why isn't doing this? And why that? Like my, my whole thing I look at, and I've been involved in that season for seven years now, six years seven years, six years, <clears throat> is that I just want to make sure that there's higher lows forming. And I zoom out just like you should in life. And, and as long as the trajectory is like this, right? And there's higher lows that form. And, and when you have a global crisis, is the worst that it does is 38,000. Cool. You and I remember being on stage with you in, in, in our relationship and it was 2,900. Yeah. When we had the Palm podcast, it was at 18,000. Right. So like, as long as the it's get off zero higher podcast. lows, higher lows, it, uh, it's, it, I'm good with that. Yeah. You mean the um, base, it doesn't fall to new lows by the way. Uh, and I want to, I know I want to run on here, but um, what do you think is going to happen? Cause I haven't talked to you about it. What do you think is going to want to happen in, in Ukraine? What's going, what do you, what do you, what have, so have you been paying I was attention to as I, as I was setting up the radios in my crawl space at my lake house to put in, because raccoons don't like sound. What did you put it on NPR? I heard they don't yeah, like, like a that. talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're going to make your raccoon like a leftist. <laughs> Jump out and be like, AOC, tax the rich. Like, damn, no. I, got a, I got a Marxist raccoon. That's what was even worse. <laughs> so, so I'm learning. I don't ever listen. Oh, my God. You're funny. The, the, the um, so I'm listening, it worse. To, I'm listening to the talk radio, right? Uh, As I'm trying to like install this, you know, lights and cameras and nest cameras and all the things, right? The, me trying to be this, this, uh, what do they call it? Like, per professional exterminator. Yeah. Anyway. And so I'm listening and like, so, so I think what happens back to your question is I think the world is the, the tide is starting to shift more and more towards, towards Ukraine. And to the point where like, 
they are actually saying like, Hey, if you want to come fight with us, come on. I know it's crazy. And so guess what? Like it, even Russians are, you know, people who I are, heard. Under, are, are now actually even like defecting. And so I don't know, you know, unfortunately when you're dealing with, with foreign nationals, who knows, um, yeah. you know, unfortunately that who have nuclear power, like who knows? We, so could we be on the scary, brink of man. World War Three? Well, you never know what you know. You the never people know. in World War Two and World War One never knew that the events that were happening were the precipitating events of those right. world wars. They didn't realize at the time. It's easy. One wrong move, one errant missile, one you know, if the buttons are being readied, I mean, geez. You know, it's been six days now, and I feel like it's gonna be. I feel like it's moving a little bit more volatile, and sometimes you have to have the volatility before you're gonna have some kind of. I don't know, a treaty or, or whatever, or, or ceasefire or whatever it's going to be. But hopefully there's resolution soon from the sake oh, of the shit. citizens. Ukrainian president signs formal request to join the EU. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't wow. know, but I, I, I am not a geopolitical me neither. expert. But I, I have a probably am, grade, can... grade five level understanding of this stuff. Yeah, I'm like third um, grade. But... I'll tell you one thing, Zelensky, for what it is, like when we offered to airlift him out, he's like, I don't need a ride, I need ammunition. That's pretty baller. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because most people, most leaders of their heads of states are on like Black Hawk helicopters with millions of dollars in their pocket and go living yeah, in London. He actually has been sitting in, in, in camps with people <sighs> side by side with war helmets on. So like, it's the, that's the, you know, we talk about leadership, Craig, and we always bring up the examples, like, are you the William Wallace? Like, to me, that's a William Wallace. Oh, God, like, yeah you know, give me liberty or give me death kind of thing. And, yeah. um, and I think that's, if I were fighting, if I were someone fighting in the, in the Ukrainian army and I saw the, the, the William Wallace next to me being like, let's go. Yeah. Vladimir be, Klitschko as well. Former heavyweight champion. Amazingly inspiring. Yeah. You know, amazing, amazing, inspiring. So um, anyway, so let's, we're not, we're obviously not experts on that, but yeah, I think we're way out of our lane. We, we totally are. But, you know, just because we're not, someone's actually said that on the ball. I was looking at Twitter because that's the only social media I look at. And I don't think it's social media, by the way. But Naval, Naval was said something about this. And he said he was basically giving his opinion. And if he goes, if I get one more stay in, my, stay in your lane comment hmm. from people, right? Because people associate him with, you know, wisdom and prognostication and all these things. And right. And all of a sudden now, he, he changed and had an opinion about something else. Be like, stay in your lane. Mm -hmm. He's like, if you, if someone else says that to me, I will immediately block you, which is just crazy. It's just crazy. Cause so even Naval gets, gets trolled, which is just fucking crazy. Yeah. So we will not, we'll let's stay in our lane, Craig. We'll get back to dentistry. I will tell yeah. you something that I've been thinking about doing a lot for Bulletproof. And I'd like to get some, I've been hemming and hawing on, on doing this, but it's made such a big difference in my life. And, and I want to talk about kind of like peak performance and, and taking care of your body and sleep, eating well, sleeping well, you know, testing well supplements. I actually just did a cool test just last week um, called the gallery test. I know you told me not to do it. Um, <laughs> you're like, why do you want to know all that stuff? But it's it, actually on that podcast with Tony Robbins and, and Lance Armstrong. Tony's talking about it a ton, by the way. Yeah, because they're doing it down at Fountain Life. But anyway, this gallery test can test for 50 types of cancers on a microscopic level far before an MRI. So it's new technology that has allowed for you to be able to take these kind of tests. And so there's two camps, people who don't want to know, people who want to know everything. I happen to be, as you can know, on the pod, 
person who wants to know everything. Well, what do you do with it? So you obviously got negatives on all of it. I haven't gotten the results back. I just did the blood draw. Okay. So what do you do with it? Well, I don't know yet. If I get okay. back positive results, nothing. If I get back negative, it's going to mean that we need to go. Then it's, I mean, I'm sorry. If I get back, if I get back positive results, meaning that there's, there's, there's cancerous activity somewhere in one of the precancerous activity, then I have to take action. Right. And I don't and know what that what action would, Yeah. So what would it be? I don't know, Craig. I don't know okay. the next steps because I'm not there yet. I haven't figured out all the plans because I will cross that bridge when I come to it. I do know that there is a high likelihood that everything will be fine, at which point it feels good because, you know, like, as you know, my wife got breast cancer. And so I know. It's, it's prominent in my family, so to speak. It's not in my, in my genealogy, but it is prominent in, in the talks of our family. So I was like, look, if I can do a test that actually gives me peace of mind, and that's what my whole podcast was going to be off is, is really, it was, it was a health talk about put the oxygen mask on you first. Cause I think in dentistry, we so much, we grind, we grind, we grind, we take out toxic metals, we grind, we get stressed, we do this, we lead teams and we forget how many people are so dependent on the quality of our lives, right? The longevity, the sustainability of our lives is very important. And us being, being, being vital and staying healthy and being good leaders and not being stressed is really, really important. It's not a luxury. It's really important. So that's what I was going to do the pot on. And unfortunately I did it and it was like 45 minutes and I felt like I was rushing through all the health topics and the food and the water and, and the sleeping, which become this, I've become a sleep expert recently. Oh, I know you're um, already pretty good with it. Well, but I'm now I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I got it dialed in. I got all the, all the tips and tricks because sleep is the greatest hack of yeah, the quality of life of you could ever do. So anyway, um, but I really was thinking, I was like, maybe I'll break it up into like five parts and like the five. I'd love buckets. to hear it. Yeah. So maybe I'll, I'll do that. Um, and that's it, man. And I think I, I, we got to figure out what we're going to call this. If you're still listening, this was just going to be a Craig and Pete rant. Um, a lot of times we just, we just do, we just do. And we talk and, and sometimes we ramble to each other and we like, Oh, we should have been recording this. We're on the telephone. Yeah. Um, hmm. So maybe this will be aired. Maybe it won't. Who knows? Who maybe, knows? Who knows? Who knows? I got to tell you, but I'm really excited about the comp, the summit. Um, more things are evolving. Um, actually, guess what? Bo, listen to this. So Bo, my videographer, is going to be speaking. Nate wanted to share the stage with him after learning about this new intel. So cool. Bo's going to come on stage with Nate at Summit and talk about TikTok. Sweet. And so we, as as elder statesmen, do not, you know, yes, TikTok is a little bit scary to me. I don't really know it at all. I don't know how to advertise. I, it's not my lane as is like video production and Facebook ads and, and copy and design, things like that. But Bo is a master in TikTok. He has gotten for our practice, he did a point of view where he's seven feet. So he did a point of view thing. He got 45 million with an M views. Jeez. And so he's going to be coming to share like, you know, A, he's, the, he's, he's a video expert, but also just kind of sharing and giving some intel for or if, if a practice is interested in doing TikTok, he's going to kind of break some of that down. Like, here's Sweet. how I do it. Here's what we do. So, and Nate thought it was so important. He's like, dude, you need to share the stage during my lecture. So, so everyone loves marketing stuff and, and in order to stay relevant. I was like, yeah, this is the first time you're hearing this. I know that he's coming, but um, I'm really excited about that part of summit. And just you and I prepare all season long, all year long for content. And like, with all the changes we've talked about, Craig, there's so many things that are going on in, in terms of the environment and the geopolitical and dentistry and inflation. 
And so I think this will be probably the most important summit in my opinion. Oh, for sure. For sure. Mine, because, mine as well. Because I reworked because all it my combines stuff all the team too, right? Yeah. We've got so many tracks going on with your team and your hygienist and, uh, and it's like, man, I wish I had, I wish I had found, I wish I had something like Bulletproof when I was, you know, five years out, four years out. Cause it would have, I think it would have really expedited my path, Craig. For sure, I think I would have found out who I was. I don't think you learn who you are until you're about 40, 45. And for my case, probably 45 years old, but it would expedite yeah, a lot I would of, say that too. Yeah. Right. Well, just feeling bad so about who you are. Like yeah. Nope. You know, the, uh, the unnecessary suffering that took place, like trying to figure our way through things and just like being able to, you know, skip all that stuff. I think it's really powerful what we're doing. Obviously, I'm a huge fan. Um, I, I redid all of our stuff um, or all, all of my stuff, you know, just trying to get it more um, consolidated into and, and sharper, just sharpening everything up, which I'm, I'm excited about. Yeah. Good. And, and, but look, you, it's hard to, I think the biggest takeaway is like the team thing. And we should have probably pushed on this early in the beginning, but we didn't know. But like just having your hygienist there, having them learn side by side, having your assistants there learning side by side, having your office manager there and dividing, Craig, dividing yeah. up and learning and then coming back and conquering is fucking magic, man. Yeah. Like that is, you talk about leverage and not yeah. having to do all the work yourself. We talk about financial leverage all the time. You talk about getting your team fired up and then coming to work and, and, and on this new vision and mission it's crowdsourcing your team and getting everyone fired up. It's just like, that's the magic. I wish I had someone had been like, Hey, you don't have to do it all yourself, Bolton. You don't have to do it all yourself. Yeah. I used to have a, not used to say that a lot. You're like, involve your team more. I'm involve the, your well, partners more. used to say more. that. You used yeah. to say I'm the nucleus of everything. And so it was yeah, a self-limiting And that's belief. a horrible place to be. You yeah, don't want to be the nucleus belief. of everything. You want to be like a mitochondria, like one. Yeah. I don't remember what mitochondria is. What do you mean? They're the, they're the energy of the cell. Is that part of the Krebs cycle? It, that just brings that, back they, like a flashback for me. ATP. A, oh God, ATP, don't even talk about like this. No, I don't want to talk about it. You want to talk about NMN? Actually, that's actually in my health talk. We talk about. I just, is the distal loop of Henley involved in this conversation? No, no, no. Retrofistricular no, pouch of no, Douglas. No, no, no. That's it. But isn't the distal loop of Henley back? involved in the kidneys? I don't know. I'm just having like mental vomit from 27 years ago when I was learning this crap. Yeah. And okay. the anti-emers. Remember All that? Right. Last right, thing. That one. What are you? Uh, what are we calling this, by the way? So We're talking about so this we don't highly inflation, Ukraine, and student debt. No, no, no. We can't. We, it has to be something. Putin like, for as the president. Like, you know how Chris did tough talks, right? And he had tough yeah. talks with it. So, so nice. we, we got to have something where, where you and I can just be permitted to ramble. And let's do if that's you called, like the that's, rambles. That's called sm- the. <laughs> smash the like button if you all the <laughs> all the influencers. Hey, a, if you like it, smash the like button. That'd be nice. Well, why don't we just call this the Craig and uh, the Bulletproof Dental Practice How Podcast? About just, we call it just smash the like button. Yeah, smash it. Just destroy smash the like people. button. No, but we do need to cheap. call it something. Destroy it. Pete's and Craig's rants. How about that? Yeah. Putin for president. Putin for as the president. What if Putin was a dentist? <laughs> the Putin perio, perio model. Oh, my God. All right. With that, you're getting delirious. Uh, All right, everybody. Right now. Thank All you right, for everybody. Thanks for, uh, thanks for staying with us. And we will see you next time. See y'all. Take care.